this afternoon we're going to uh, continue with our series on how to receive uh, miracles from God. Hallelujah. And um, we're going to look at a miracle that um, happened in the Acts of Apostles and we're just going to see what the nature of the miracle is and also how a miracle can possibly change um, the way things are going both in a man's life and uh, in the life of a church hallelujah but before we uh, go into that I would like us to read a scripture from the book of Romans the book of Romans chapter 1 And I believe that this is uh, one thing that makes um, uh, that makes Christianity uh, distinct. Hallelujah. Acts, uh, sorry, Romans chapter one. Romans chapter 1 verse 16 of verses 16 and 17 he says for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Paul was saying to the Romans here, he says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. The reason why Paul was not ashamed of the gospel is because that gospel was the power of God to him. That that gospel produced the power of God, generated the power of God in his life. So he was not ashamed of it. Hallelujah. So it means that in our lives today, if we understand how the gospel of Jesus Christ will generate the power of God or will generate the manifestation of the power of God in our lives, then we will not be ashamed of it. Hallelujah. You cannot be ashamed of a miracle. <laughs> you cannot. And we're going to see that from the book of Acts. You can never be ashamed of a miracle. And when we see practical demonstrations of the power of God in our lives, changing things and changing situations, then our voices will become more open into proclaiming the gospel. He says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why was he not ashamed of it? 
He said, because it is the power of God unto salvation. Hallelujah. Once the gospel, once we have a revelation of the gospel of Jesus Christ to the point that the power of God is being demonstrated in our lives, we will not be ashamed of it. We will not be slow to tell people about that gospel because it changed our lives. Because something that the hand of man could not do, the hand of God did it. Hallelujah. He says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Then let's go to the book of um, Acts chapter 3. And we're going to read about um, the introduction um, of the church. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 3. I'll read from verse 1. It says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave it unto them, expecting to receive something of them. But the man did not realize that he was going to receive something different from what he was expecting. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. And what did Peter have? He said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Now let's see something here. Remember um, last week uh, in the house fellowship we shared that when Jesus saw that woman that had the spirit of infirmity, what did the first thing that Jesus did? He spoke to her. And the next thing, he laid hands on her. And you see, it's not too different now. The first thing Peter did was to speak to that man. That in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the next thing that Peter did was he went to hold the man and pulled him up. And the Bible says that his ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. 
And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's greatly wandering. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Let me bring something out now. This was the same Peter and John that were walking into the temple and people hardly gave attention. They were just walking there. People hardly gave attention. But on this particular day, they got that man healed. They spoke to the lame man and the lame man got up on his feet. And you see, if you read further down, you will discover that this man was well known to the community. Everybody knew that that was his identity. They used to bring him there every day and they would put him down on the ground. So, as far as we are all concerned, there was no doubt in our minds that that man was lame. We knew him as lame. No, that's nobody... Does all of us around that time saw him that this man was lame. And then on this particular day, when Peter and John approached him with the power of God, and they got him up on his feet, the Bible says that he was walking and leaping and praising God. That he was walking and praising God and making so much noise and disturbance that all the people in the temple now congregated around them because the man was holding on to Peter and John and he was leaping and praising God and shouting. And then all of them now gathered around and a sermon began. Hallelujah. One lesson again is that what a miracle will do is that it will command attention. Hallelujah. That's why it is important that the miracles that God has done in our lives, we proclaim them. We publish them. We talk to people about them. People will give attention. When they see that something that was naturally impossible to accomplish had been accomplished by the miraculous power of God. Hallelujah. So let's see what Peter and John said to them. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate. And when he was determined to let him go, but you denied the Holy One and the just, and desired a murderer to be granted unto you, 
and kill the prince of life, whom God hath raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And his name, true faith in his name, hath made this man strong, whom you see and know. So they knew the man before. The faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. So you see, it was undeniable. Everybody saw it. You couldn't deny it. You couldn't dispute it. It really happened. Hallelujah. And now, brethren, I wrote that through ignorance you did it and also did your rulers. But those things which God before had showed by the mouth of all his prophets, that Christ should suffer, he had so fulfilled. Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things. And um, let's go on to the next chapter, chapter 4. Because we want to see the reaction of the Pharisees to this miracle. Chapter 4, I'll read from verse 1. And as they spake unto the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them. Being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them, that they arrested them, and put them in the hold, in custody, unto the next day. For it was now evening. Albeit, many of them which heard the word believed. And the number of the men was about 5,000. Did you see that? That because people saw visible miracle, a visible miracle, the number of people who believed in the word of God had increased. Hallelujah. The number of them had increased as a result of that miracle. And then let's go on. And it came to pass on the morrow that their rulers and elders and scribes and Hannah the high priest and Caphaz and John and Alexander and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? Hallelujah. So they threw the challenge at them that, By what power have you done this? By what name have you done this? And let us see the reply of Peter. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him, thus this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. 
neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved that's the name of jesus verse 13 now when they saw the boldness of peter and john and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant ignorant men they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with jesus so the proof of us having been with jesus is that we do the things that jesus would have done what will jesus have done to the man at the gate of the temple he would have raised him up he would have healed him he would have made him walk and that's exactly the same thing peter and john did hallelujah now this is to throw a challenge to us believers that what jesus did was that he healed the sick he laid hands on such people and got them up on their feet so it means that as believers as those of us who call ourselves christians this is what we ought to do anywhere we see people who are sick let us lay hands on them let us pray for them let us declare the gospel unto them in the name of jesus and we will see the miraculous power of god confirm his word that he has given unto us hallelujah and then they went on to say in um verse 14 and beholding the man which was healed standing with them they could say nothing against it you see that one is what i want you to quickly note as this conversation was going on as this argument was going on the man that was healed was right beside them said this is me i'm walking this is me i'm walking he was right beside them so as they were trying to juggle the apostles round and round the man would have been walking like this and then walk like this so what are you going to say about that you cannot dispute the evidence hallelujah you can't dispute the evidence you cannot dispute it he says they could say nothing against it hallelujah we can turn this into a prayer that miracles be done in our lives and in the lives of those around us that nothing can be said against that it couldn't be disputed hallelujah they could nobody could argue against it okay this miracle was done in the name of jesus if in fact in whatever name they called it the people they could not argue against it it was evident people could see it the bible says the man was standing with them so the whole court so imagine that it was a court that you know they were facing the court was seeing the evidence of what they were saying that the man was healed hallelujah people shall see the evidence of the word that we are declaring in the name of jesus christ and they will not be able to say anything against it and then let's go on 
He says, But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves. So he's like, Ah, so what are we going to do now? So he said, Okay, okay, go out, go out first, just go out. We want to hold a you know a jury. The jury wants to vote. Hallelujah. So they now began to talk to themselves. So what did they say to themselves? They said, What shall we do to these men? For that indeed a notable miracle has been done by them is manifest to all that dwell in Jerusalem and we cannot deny it. Hallelujah. So it wasn't just a miracle. It was a notable miracle. Notable means that <laughs> you can't see that miracle and still be in a doubt as to whether it was a miracle or not. He says, behold, a notable miracle has been done by these people. And not only was it done by these people, it was manifest unto all that dwell in Jerusalem. Not only was it done, it was published. Not only was it done, it was published. Not only was it done, it was published. Hallelujah. He says, and we cannot deny it. Deny means that they cannot dispute it. They can't go and tell the press now that it was a lie. Hallelujah. They, go and, they cannot go and tell the press now that it was a lie. Behold, a notable miracle has been done. Behold, a notable miracle has been done. And is manifest to all that dwell in Jerusalem. And we cannot deny it. Hallelujah. You see, that's the nature of a miracle. That's the nature of a miracle. One notable. People can see it. Two. Evident to all. Three. We cannot deny it. Hallelujah. And that is the level at which we are supposed to operate in the New Testament. This is the level at which God has called us to operate in. That we are able to work miracles out. We are able to work them out. Hallelujah. He says, such as I have. Now let us look at it. He says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Let us ask ourselves, what did Peter and John have that we don't have? Hallelujah. What did Peter and John have that we don't have? We have the same Holy Ghost. 
Hallelujah. We have the same Holy Ghost. The same Holy Ghost that was promised to them is the same Holy Ghost that was promised to us. Hallelujah. What did they have that we, that we don't have? We have the same Holy Ghost. We have the power of the Holy Ghost. Jesus told them, said, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses on, of me. So it means that they are now being witnesses of Jesus Christ by doing what Jesus Christ would have done in that situation. Hallelujah. So potentially everything that Peter and John had, for this to happen, we also have. Hallelujah. We also have. But there is something that stands out here. Two things. Number one, in Acts chapter 2, the Bible talks about them being filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And the people around them saw that there was something different about these people. And, this, and they moved close. And Peter began to preach to them. He began to preach to the same bunch of people who crucified Jesus Christ. Because it was in that same generation. Hallelujah. And then in chapter 3. You look at it. The man asked them for money. The man wouldn't have been expecting the answer he got. Because... He didn't ask them for a healing. Blind Bartimaeus asked Jesus. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. That was what he wanted. And Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do that I may receive my sight? But these people did not ask him. They did not ask, this man did not ask them to be healed. He only asked for money. And then they turned to him. And said, look, it's not money that we have to give you today. Say, such as I have, give I unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And do you know why they did this? Because they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And guess what? In chapter 3, when this, same, when this court, when these Pharisees confronted them, Remember that they got them arrested. They were arrested. And you see, not long ago, this same bunch of people were the ones who were running after Jesus Christ and got him crucified. So you can imagine that that same kind of fear could also have easily crept in. But the Bible says that Peter, being filled with the Spirit, began to talk to them. Hallelujah. And not, he didn't just talk to them. He spoke strong words to them. He said that when there was the opportunity for Jesus to have been released, you people preferred a murderer. So those were not nice words that he was saying to them. Those were harsh words. Hallelujah. Why? Because he was filled with the Spirit. 
One of the things that being filled with the Spirit will help us realize is to be able to walk in the gifts of the Spirit and in the power of God. When we pray in the Spirit, we open ourselves up for the manifestations of the Spirit of God. We open ourselves up for the Spirit of God to minister unto us, to give us inspiration. Hallelujah. The man asked for money, but they turned it around. I believe that the Spirit of God must have intercepted it. Because easily they could have given him money. Easily they could have found money to give him. But they just said, silver and gold have I done. But in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. I believe that it was the Holy Spirit who inspired them to do that. It, that's the, the power, they were filled with the Holy Spirit so that when they saw the man, the inspiration just came down. This guy must be healed. Now, rise up and walk in the name of Jesus. And you will see it through the scriptures that at certain points, when things began to take a different shape, they will gather together and then they will pray. And then the Bible says that they were filled with the Spirit all over again and things began to happen. Hallelujah. But let's finish up this uh, passage of scripture before we go. And then, these people saw that, look, the bubble has burst. A miracle happened here. <laughs> we cannot deny it. We can't call it something else. It was a miracle. Every, all of us knew that this man, I think it was estimated that the man was around the age of 40. Yeah. So, we've known this man all these years. We, they used to carry him to the gate. So, there, it wasn't pretense. It wasn't that the man wasn't lame before. We knew him to be lame. But now we know him to be walking around on his two feet. So, it couldn't be denied. So, the only thing that the Pharisees could resort to was intimidation. Okay, let us harass them. So, let's hear what they said unto them. They said... But that these things spread no further among the people, let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge you. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding nothing how they might punish them because of the people. For all men glorified God for that which was done. For the man was above 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing was showed. Hallelujah. So they threatened them that, look, we don't ever want to hear you speak in that name again. And let's uh, read further on. 
uh, verse 23. And being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God. So you see they were praying again now. Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth, and the sea, and all that in them is. Who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, Why did the heathen rage, and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and his Christ. And for, it, for of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together. For to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. So this was a prayer that they were praying to God. Behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. Let's go through the prayer again. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thy hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. Verse 31 And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. And all the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that aught of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the prices of the things that were sold and laid them down at the apostles' feet and distribution was made unto every man according as he has need. So we see here what has happened that even when they got back into you know to the rest of the apostles they gathered together and then they prayed again and the bible says they were filled the place was shaking and they were filled with the holy spirit hallelujah so they were filled again with the holy ghost and the bible says that they spoke the word of god with boldness and as you speak the word of god with boldness what's going to happen miracles have to follow Hallelujah. So we can see from the scriptures here that the Spirit of God, the infilling of the Spirit of God, had a lot to do with what was going on. It means that as they were filled with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost could make them see that, look, when you speak this word, this is going to happen. 
when you open your mouth and speak to that lame man, he will rise up and walk. Hallelujah. They spoke it with boldness, without checking that, oh, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? They just said it. They just opened their mouths and they talked. And they spoke to the lame man and the man got up. And a miracle happened that could not be denied. Hallelujah. And this is what God has called us into as believers. So if there is anything that requires a miracle in your personal life, begin to pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit and let the Holy Spirit begin to minister words to you from the Bible and speak those words against that situation in boldness. And you will see the miraculous power of God. You will see the power of God that cannot be denied. You know, just to um, close this uh, subject, um, many years ago, I remember when, you know, we didn't have a child and went to see the doctor and uh, there was a particular consultant that we went to see and uh, when he ran his, all his tests, he said that, well, that, um, well, he, he ran all his tests and um, there were three things he mentioned. Um, one of them, he said uh, the, that um, he could only see, I think that he could only see one fallopian tube and uh, maybe that one of them was blocked, you know, and all the rest. So, and then was mentioning all sorts of things about spam count and everything. So he said all these things and he said, well, the solution, the only solution he has was for us to go into IVF, for us to do IVF. And... <laughs> You, you know when you are in such a situation and you know it's like okay he just wants a child but then the program that he wanted to put us on was such that it would have to they would have to run some further tests and then they will now tell you whether by those tests whether you are eligible for you to go for that you know kind of IVF and when they ran the tests they even said that oh boy <laughs> all the tests were not good enough so you even failed they can't even accept you <laughs> into IVF hallelujah and as from that point when man when the hand of man said look we can't help you again we just switched back into the power of God that Lord in the name of Jesus you <laughs> it is the word of God that is going to do this Hallelujah. And I just remembered, you know, quite faintly now, that definitely without medical intervention, um, she got pregnant without medical intervention, without medical assistance. She got pregnant and we had a child, we had a girl. And during the dedication of uh, our child, uh, Deborah, the man who actually you know the doctor who actually ran the test everything he actually attended hallelujah he actually attended and you see for me it was vivid because i mean thank god for doctors uh if not for doctors a lot of people would have died because you, many people don't even know how to believe god for supernatural healing so we thank god for the work that they are doing but you know it just felt good that the same man that gave us the analysis gave us the diagnosis everything right before his very eyes 
this thing happened and he came and attended the dedication sat there with us you know rejoicing over what God has done and definitely it couldn't be denied hallelujah because the medical proof was there that this couldn't have happened this cannot happen that cannot happen and God overrode all those things and then it happened hallelujah so it's the times of miracles are not past hallelujah as long as you are filled with the holy spirit and you can dare to open your mouth and speak the word of god boldly the times of miracles are here and things will happen in our lives that cannot be denied that nobody no scientist no doctor no atheist will be able to deny that god actually did these things in our lives in jesus name amen hallelujah uh, we just have a few minutes left now so we're just going to take some time off to pray just going to take some time off to pray and um, we'll, we'll pray in the spirit just like these guys prayed in the book of acts chapter 4 we'll pray in the spirit and ask all over again for a fresh infilling of the spirit that will cause us to speak the word of God with boldness into our situations with boldness into our situations and see miracles happen and see things happen that cannot be denied and see miracles happen that people will say wow this was definitely a miracle hallelujah let's begin to pray right now